0: Hey, you guys, I'm so excited to be joined today by two of my good friends who I actually, I'm going to tell you how how we all met, but uh, Nick and Kirsten, who are over at the Azalea, which is an event venue in Daybreak, Utah. How are you guys doing today?
1: We're good. Thank you so much for having us, Chelsea and Peyton for setting this all up.
0: Yes, thank you. We're doing great. I feel like it's important that we talk about how we all know each other, so... (laughs) Of course. <laughs> I actually, my mentor, um, who you guys have heard me talk about, John Richards, um, introduced, I, I guess it wasn't like a formal introduction, but we were introduced at one of his events, Nick and I. He, we went to Startup Ignition, which is mind-blowing if you're looking to become a stronger, better entrepreneur. And so I met Nick there. And then a few months later, we connected and you and Sherston and I jumped on a phone call and you said you were starting a venue. Was that back in like December, January? When was that call?
1: I think that Probably was yeah, back like in January, December, maybe,
0: January. Yeah. <laughs> back in the olden days when, when things were much more different. <laughs> and yeah. A few months ago, um, Peyton reached out to me because she graduated from the events um, degree over at Utah Valley University, and she now works at your venue. So here we all are, big circle. I know. Oh, how about that? Fun. So this is like <laughs> this is destined to happen. So I, um, like I mentioned, we met at that. Um, startup ignition which is for entrepreneurs and here you are you and your wife are entrepreneurs and you have an event venue tell me like kind of your backstory and like how this all happened
1: yeah that's uh that's a good question i guess so where it really really started um kirsten and i worked for hoops events back a few years ago um kirsten had a job there Kirsten also helped start up a floral business with Tanya called Florence Stems. And so we had interest starting way back then, right?
2: Yeah. And so we kind of worked in the wedding industry for a while. I kind of joined, I started working for them. They're kind of a wedding planning company and um, they had some rental stuff, but I started working for them just kind of out of the blue, just something extra to do during the summer, but kind of, I really liked it got Nick to start working there with me as we were just newlyweds and stuff and you know it was really a lot of fun it it is a high stress environment many times and oh, yeah. we had two <laughs> boys we had two little boys that were about 12 months apart and you know after having two kids it was kind of like we were just way too busy to worry about that so we kind of stopped but then Nick's sister was getting married and there just wasn't hardly any venues in the area where we're at so we live out in Daybreak which is like the southwest, southwest corner, corner of Salt Lake Valley and there just wasn't a lot of options and everything was just booked out so far that you know she really had not much to choose from and so we just started thinking you know like hey maybe we should do this I mean that's not so,
0: that's something I'd considered doing what? way off in the future what? But okay wait wait, 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 wait so like okay. back in December when we talked you were like Helping your sister find a venue and you're like, let's just get into the venue business. We have experience in in this. This was actually,
2: yeah, this was actually May of 2019. So we talked in December once, you know, it took us May to November to get something figured out. That is
0: really interesting to say like, Hey, you need a spot. There aren't good spots. Like maybe other people do too. I love this entrepreneurial story already, just because it's so fascinating when you see a problem. Are you in the daybreak area? Is that where you live? Yeah, it
1: is yeah we're okay. actually really lucky we live a mile away from the venue so oh on the same God. street
0: <laughs> i love that i love that see it's a match made in heaven so it started out as like hey we could help our sister and probably other people i actually i haven't been to daybreak in a little while but i don't remember many venues there are you pretty much the only one
2: no yeah, yeah we're the only one in daybreak in south jordan,
3: south jordan or, has a i few. think there's
2: there's I think three that I know of now at the time there was like one or two and one has since gone out of business. And okay. so a couple others have popped up since then, which is good because there's really a need for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the time there was really, and none of those things were anywhere close to what the average cost is. You know, they were quite a bit higher.
1: Oh, so. yeah.
0: And what was the, um, the location? It wasn't a venue when you
1: acquired it. What was it? It was originally a gymnastics gym and a yoga studio.
2: Oh, okay. They're not a yoga studio. Sorry, it was a it was a dance,
0: um, like a ballet
1: oh, studio. Yeah, ballet
2: yeah. studio okay. and a cheer gym. So. And they
0: just were like wanting to get, get out of that space and yeah, they
2: have. A, they still have another space, but they just had multiple spaces on Soda Row, and I just don't think they needed the cheer one. They oh, actually okay. didn't really want to give up the dance studio, but we kind of <laughs> we came, came in, in and, and in. said
0: we need that. Otherwise, we're not doing this deal. And oh, so, okay. So then they were like, okay. So then you kind of have like the. I guess is it who? How does it work? Is it like you're renting from like a strip mall, or is each individual location owned by? um a property manager or something like that there must have been more in play than just you in the dance studio
1: yeah so the the land developer of daybreak kennicott land okay um they're the they have a commercial arm and so they own all the commercial properties out there the land that smith's is built on um everything else out there and so they're the people that we we had to sit down and negotiate with and yeah it, it was a long process i mean we
2: we had to convince them <laughs> that two twenty-five-year-old kids were worth taking a chance
0: on. You're
2: you like, know, we promise
0: like, we're yeah. responsible. We can do this. That's <laughs> awesome. So yeah. the question, I guess, I have is like, were you able to pull it off so that your sister's wedding could happen there? No. No. Oh man.
1: We that was in we, July. we actually yeah. So we started talking. Oh, her about wedding it. was in July. Just, yeah. Like so, then so you were like, you're talking, talking about it. About she's about she's
0: it. like, I'm getting married, and it didn't come together soon enough. But she got no, to have a wedding where no one wore masks. So that yeah, was a we, plus. <laughs>
2: yeah. We found something that worked well for her, and but that kind of got us thinking and kind of, you know, it really took us a long time to do the research oh, to yeah. to know, you know, what all we needed to do and then to convince, yeah. you know, to convince them that we were the right person. I mean, it really took them a while. It, to it consider honestly was
1: and, a, a masterclass in patience for us because we thought that, okay, you know what, if we can show that we have, co-signers or investors with deep enough pockets, then they'll trust us and we can move along with the deal. And we thought this might take a few weeks, right? Mm-hmm. It was literally six months of back and forth negotiation before we were able to close the deal.
0: Wow. That's yeah. a long time, especially if they are looking to fill a space. You know what I mean? I think that uh, just that that huge real estate sitting there that they'd want someone to buy it up and just like be responsible uh-huh. for it.
1: And I think that was part of the thing is Kennecott obviously has such deep pockets that they're just like, they weren't in a rush "Eh." and it was
2: a unique situation because daybreak the way it is, you know, it's a, it's a big HOA and it's a, basically a lot is of thought is put into making it a beautiful place, something that's very community centered. And so they take like a lot of time and effort choosing which businesses to have, because you know, while it is a business deal, a lot of it has to do with what's going to be best for their community, what's going their to be- Their aesthetic, their feel, yes, their culture. And so mm-hmm. so they, they are quite picky in, in who they allow. And so it was good because I felt like once they decided we were a good fit, they're very helpful in making it a good fit for both of us. Yeah.
0: Um, but it did take them a long time in, in the negotiation process. To so during that negotiation process, were you even able to start working on it or no? Like you just were nope. still like in legal paperwork, like you couldn't actually go in there and make Yeah, the we that
1: you We
2: had
0: no idea if we were even going to get it. I mean, it was just oh like gosh. every week, just
1: like,
3: please
2: totally. tell us. They, you know. they, would,
1: and they would send us something. We'd have our guy look at it. Change a few things, send it back, and then obviously their legal team and everyone has to go through all so the bureaucracy. We just so it's just back and forth six oh months. Oh my gosh. But but honestly, they are we're thankful for them. They've been they've been good to work with and
0: that's great. Yeah.
1: It's, it's yes. been a good experience.
3: I just want to say something. I mean, you guys mentioned that it was a cheerleading gym and I saw it as a cheerleading gym, but you walk into that place now and you would have no idea. That people used to tumble around in there and I mean it's <laughs> so beautiful. Like you, like I tell some of our clients, they're like, What well, was in here before? I'm like, Oh my gosh, it was a gymnastics gym and now look at it. And they're like, there's no way. I'm like, yeah, like it's <laughs>
0: crazy. It is so beautiful. Like, oh my gosh. I oh love my it. <laughs> That's amazing. I um I need to come to see it. Yes, you do. And check oh this out. I would love to. My gosh. Okay, so then. What was, like, your goal? Like, obviously, you guys have gone through the ringer trying to get this place. Like, deep down, what were you wanting and hoping this space would do, and what were you, what did you want it to accomplish? That's
1: a good question.
0: I think,
2: for me, I kind of saw this space that kind of needed to be filled. Not that it wasn't anywhere in Salt Lake County, but it certainly wasn't as much as it could have been. So in, in Utah County... I feel like there's a lot of venues and there's a lot of beautiful ones for low prices, low. I mean, no (laughs) event center feels like a low price, but, um, quite a bit lower than, you know, if you go up the Canyon to a ski resort or something like that. Right. Um, so low price, that's like highly customizable, allow you to use the vendors you like, allow you to use the decor you like. There's a lot of low-priced, highly customizable areas down in Utah County, but in Salt Lake County, there are a few, but there's just not that many. The norm is to have either a higher-priced and low-customization or low-customization, low low price. but you know what I mean? There there just wasn't Mm -hmm. this great combination between the two, and so I grew up in Utah County, and I saw a lot of these venues, and so being there where there wasn't anything, I, I wanted to create something that allowed... People from a vast, you know, a vast group of I don't know, of, I don't know, different desires, different goals, uh, different styles that would let anybody create the event they want instead of having to, you know, fit them all to a specific mold. If that makes sense, Absolutely. because that's very much the way uh, Nick's sister felt was that basically many of the venues that were available because the other ones were all booked out so far that she couldn't get them. But the ones that were available were just so cookie cutter and they required you to use their catering. They required you to use um, their decor or linens or things like that. And so she kind of felt like it just wasn't her. And so for me, at least the goal was to create something that gave people the opportunity to do as much or as little as they wanted um, to use the, you know, the caterer that they love, the food truck they mm-hmm. love, to use the, um, the DJ that they love, things like that. I just wanted them to have a space to create their own event instead of being forced to, to pick from a very limited selection. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that totally makes sense. And I think it's so awesome that you have created the space that's not only customizable, but affordable. Um, for those new event planners who may be listening to this and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. The reason that venues will kind of roll everything all together is because that's where they make their money. So sometimes they'll charge you cheaper on the venue, but then they get you with like the expensive catering and it's per head and it must be plated. It must be seated. Who knows now with COVID, this is probably all new with COVID, but you know, like traditionally speaking, like you use our florist, you use our DJ, you use our cake maker. And then they're taking a piece off the top. Um, And you, you know, if you're a very simple person that's like, go with the flow, I think those kind of packages are really Mm -hmm. like ideal. Someone's like, oh great, choose this, choose this, choose that. But if you have been looking- Can you guys hear us? Yes, can you hear us? (laughs) If you've been on Pinterest or aware of the internet at all, it's like crazy. Did we lose our connection? Yes, we did for a second, but now
2: you're back. Oh, (laughs) perfect. I was gonna say, if
0: anyone's aware of Pinterest at all, it's like custom weddings are where mm-hmm. it's at. Mm-hmm. I don't know very many people that just want the same thing that their parents had 40 years ago, or 30 years ago, or 20 years ago. If you're in Utah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Whatever it is, you know, like it's it's really a beautiful thing to be able to customize and have exactly what you want because this is, after all, like a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. event. Most of these are once-in-a-lifetime events and it's it's really such a privilege I'm sure as an event event venue to be able to facilitate that and to be such a big part of someone's once-in-a-lifetime
1: yeah oh I definitely it's, really
0: cool. it's a it's a fun thing I
2: was working an event last Saturday and as we were helping them get it or it was Friday maybe so we we're helping them get everything set up and just being able to be there and help and do my part but let them also use their creative juices and you know put their people to work it was a lot of fun just seeing it all come together being able to be helpful and be a part of it um but also letting you know seeing that it was what they wanted and it was their vision
0: coming together it was it's a lot of
2: fun to see what people come up with
0: that is so fun so fun and it's really cool to hear like again the owner of a venue have that kind of opinion because sometimes people they get burned and then they're like they start laying down all the laws and the rules and i think that's why older venues have so many rules because so many crazy things have happened they're like okay no more live animals you know and you're like did we even have to think about that before like we didn't even think that was going to be a thing before and now i guess we have to write it in the contract you know
1: that's not like, crossed our paths yet but no who knows? but yeah
0: knock Maybe. on wood right so speaking yeah. of crazy things i mean how on earth have you guys been doing since COVID 19 Like, tell me all the things. Because you opened literally in February.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Uh. That's that's a good (laughs) question. So we, before we started, before we even opened our doors, we were doing Mm -hmm. pre-bookings. And for the month of February, we were booking pretty steadily. And so thank heavens, Kirsten was smart. She put a lot of that in savings. And so we had... relatively large cash reserve just sitting there so we were able to weather the storm um yeah and so there was that but obviously right for the what was it like six or seven weeks
2: oh it was more we were closed from march 14th until the very end of may so it was about two and a half months yeah we literally
1: got a letter from the county saying
2: it is illegal it is illegal for you
1: to operate your business if you continue to operate your business you'll be charged with a class B misdemeanor and a thousand dollar per day fine. So oh my gosh. we're just like, well, I guess we're closed for the next uh, six weeks, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So were you able to have any events before COVID happened? Like before the lockdown? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, so we had,
2: had a quite a few. Yeah, we had uh, at least 10. Okay. Um, but we had, we had quite a few and you know, March was really pretty well booked out. It was a real bummer. I got
0: canceled. So I feel you. Now it's just yeah. one event. I'm like, Oh, uh, it still uh, makes me so sad to think it. for the oh. brides
2: who, you know, we're all planning on getting married. And, and it was especially tough because things were changing so rapidly. We had no idea, you know, if we were for sure doing the right thing. and, and and so now, at least we have a little bit of a better idea of of where we can work within each colored phase. But at that yeah. time, before that was created, it was just like we don't think we can do anything. We're not sure, and you know, always trying to to check. But it, it, oh, it was just a really rough time, and so we had to turn away so many brides. We're just looking for a place to get married, and uh, it was really rough. But we're we're very happy to be back up and running with you know some. Some guidelines in place we're obviously still monitoring the situation because it's just still evolving, and it's yeah. we're not out of the woods yet, but we're just grateful that things have started to pick up because literally the business on March thirteenth like overnight we went from booking at least about an event every day and you know getting yeah. it, a lot, having a lot of events going on. We went from that to like no increase for months. Well, and not even just
0: events, but being forbidden to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like the event industry, we need a support group where we can just cry or something. <laughs> Cause I'm like, this is, this is the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing to be able to give someone the gift of happiness as your job in the form of events, mm-hmm. whether you're a venue or cater or, DJ, whatever, event planner. And then to be told like, this is forbidden. It's against the law. Now you're like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, all that's for that's good that reason. That. I'm not arguing the reasoning. I'm just saying the emotional mental state of all of us, like, you know, yep. it's, it's been really crazy. Cause you're just like, how, how long is this going to last? Like, like you said, you had a, a little uh, nest egg kind of set aside that you were like, okay, we can, what can we weather storm? You know, what if it would have gone on 12 months or 18 months? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just so grateful that we're kind of moving towards a new normal and that Utah was able to do it relatively quickly too.
1: Totally. Yeah. Thank heavens.
0: It was so like so
1: much uncertainty.
3: It was crazy. I mean, me and Kirsten worked an event together that week and we were talking like, we hope everything's going to be okay. And then I felt like two days later, they got shut down and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah, de- like, sounds- I love working events there. And it made me so happy. And all of a sudden they were just gone. And it was like, oh goodness, like, how long am I going to be without working these events? Cause I like, they like we're giving people happiness and I love, like, I tear yeah. up at every wedding that I we've know. had at the Azalea because they make me so happy. And like, I don't know. So I'm sure just- people
0: are just grateful that there is a venue to even get married. I heard mm-hmm. elopements are like, up higher than ever before maybe yeah. maybe when the oh yeah it was a thing but like elopements are the new mm-hmm. the new wedding <laughs> so yep oh yeah you just do it and people's lives are gonna go on and you always have that that vision in your mm-hmm. mind i know every little girl thinks about their wedding day and i'm like man i i mean yeah i just can't imagine but i guess there's worse things like yeah i mean i know a girl who got
3: married in her living room with her they were yeah. waiting their wedding was supposed to be in May or something in April. She was like, yeah, we just got married in our living room and, and we'll do it? a reception later. And I was yeah. like,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's what you oh, have to do right now. So. so true, so true. So have a lot of things changed as far as running the venue with um, these new guidelines on your end? Um, You know, it's not too bad, actually.
2: It is definitely a little bit costlier, but um, it's not too bad. So right now what we're having to do, um, because we count is professional oversight we can have more than 50 people at, at the moment as long as we keep them distanced six feet apart um so we we have to place tables six feet apart we uh, peyton can attest to this we've got people out there sanitizing every
3: five oh, seconds <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> leaves the table.
2: um we just kind of as we plan the event with them as far as where they're going to put everything we try and make sure that the flow is in mind so that we're not creating any bottleneck areas that are going to crowd people. We encourage masks. We put up signs to encourage people to socially distance as well as extra hand sanitizer bottles everywhere with signs Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, We also make sure that they're adhering to any catering guidelines as far as um, no open buffets, things like that. For the most part though, that's after those things, people have been able to Oh, the pretty good event that, that feels pretty normal by the end of it. As long as we're able to kind of keep people at their tables and keep things distanced and, and just sanitize, sanitize, sanitize.
0: That's awesome. I think that's a, a big testament to the good staff that you have, you know, like having, having a good team is just key in being able to execute these new rules because it's like all hands on deck, even going to the gym, there's like a person with a washcloth and a tub of
1: <laughs> sanitation
0: wipes in every no, section, seriously. you know, and I'm like, you think, like, I thought it would be some person going around cleaning all the time, and like, no, this is not a joke, we're taking it so seriously, mm-hmm. and there are, you know, vigilant attempts at making sure people are being safe and healthy, so I think that's fantastic, Ab- I think that's Absolutely,
1: fantastic. and like, just to reiterate that we really do have the best team, Peyton, Jen, Megan, Belle, like, they all care so much about everyone that we work with, and they're all so good at what they do. I mean, Peyton, you have a 100% close rate for bookings. People that have toured mm-hmm. with Peyton, every single person <laughs> has booked. That's I mean, I guy. didn't know
3: that, but man, yeah, <laughs> that's so, so good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I and, and
0: again, that like that's a a very valuable asset, like as a event. Um, employee, employer, like if somebody can make you money, they are like so, so valuable because that's exactly what they would be doing. You know, like Nick himself, like if he was the one doing the tour, he'd be having that same attitude. Mm -hmm. And so it just kind of gives you hope too, I think as an entrepreneur. Um, And we kind of, I'm going back to startup ignition again. Sorry. I'm like, I feel like when you can create duplicatable systems and you train people well, that's where you can scale and grow and kind of put your energy into other things. You find the right players to do what they're really good at. As the business owner, you can kind of like set aside and start making different decisions to grow your business. You know. Yeah. So, uh, have you guys had any big aha moments through your very up and down journey of starting and starting and yeah, starting a venue during uh, a pandemic and a ton of unforeseen circumstances? know i think for me it's just
2: realizing that starting a business isn't easy but you can get through just about anything if you take it one step at a time yeah if i i can feel i feel completely overwhelmed when i think about all of the crazy things that might happen or that might come raining down on me with this coronavirus situation but if i take it one client at a time or one issue at a time and i just try to you know because we're just kind of being thrown into the deep end learning all of these I mean who would have known we'd be learning so much about government grants and all Mm -hmm. you know navigating the ins and out of that and you know with our commercial lease and all sorts of stuff and so for us it's it's just a lot of things that we're learning and and realizing that we can learn one new scary thing at a time we can take on one new scary situation at a time and And you learn and you get through it and you get better and you help one person at a time and, and you get through it. And so for us, that's kind of been the biggest aha moment is you don't have to
0: take on everything at the same time. It's so true. Well, and you kind of hit the nail on the head where it's like, you can do it and be afraid and still do it. You just do it being afraid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You just do it
0: saying I'm terrified right now. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm moving forward. I'm taking a step forward. And then you realize like, okay okay, we're gonna be okay. That's such good Mm -hmm. advice. I think um, event planners, sometimes we get overwhelmed with all of the things to do. And at the end of the day, you can only tackle one thing at a time. (laughs) So, you know, do as much as you can, do the best you can and just do right by people. What more can you do?
1: Exactly. Absolutely.
0: So um, I assume both of you have had quite the transformation going from, (laughs) like you said, uh, did you own a business before? Is this the first business you've owned?
1: No, we uh, we owned another business that did uh, sales funnel management for digital marketers. So we would uh, take a look at their sales funnels and try and get them extra sales there. They yeah, so it's just long.
2: kind of a little thing we did this yeah. on the side,
0: but but this is kind of our first one that we've jumped
1: like all in on. Yeah. Ah.
0: <laughs> And you have you guys had quite the transformation. I mean, you've been through I think things that we've only seen in movies in this oh, movie yeah. adventure. You know, no,
1: totally, totally. It's been good. It's we've learned a lot, and we've tried to stay. Obviously, for anyone in this space, be it DJs, we, we work with some awesome DJs, caterers, um, planners, florists, and everyone has been hit and affected. Pretty negatively by this, right? But it's been a good opportunity for us to practice gratitude and looking on the bright side. I mean, while the situation obviously bites, and I wish it didn't happen, we've been able to kind of take a step back and be like, you know what? Like life is still good. We have each other. We've got family. We've got a lot of things to be thankful for, and so that's obviously helped. Just uh, that and. It's been a good exercise in maintaining and kind of learning how to keep a good attitude because it's like, at the end of the day, we got this letter from the county. We've been shut down. What else can we do? Like, there's really nothing we can do, you know, yeah. as far as that goes. And so just kind of took it on the chin and learned to be Me. okay with it and, yeah. and make the best out of yeah. it and spend time as a family
2: yeah I feel like it's been a a good lesson for us in in dealing with difficult things, making the best of it and and noticing the wonderful things because honestly, there's so much that's wonderful about being in the event planning business, and for the most part, we're so lucky to get to be in this business. This is such a unique time, you know that we're struggling with this thing that's been so unprecedented but um but for the most part. We're very blessed to be able to work with people on their biggest day ever, and and when they're just so happy, and it's it's a lot of fun. We really love it, and we've just learned to have a good attitude when things aren't going great, and be patient, and to you know just try and take one thing at a time. And I, I think my own tolerance for uh, stress and uh, <laughs> difficult things has probably improved a lot if I you know could look back. But, um, mostly I think perspective, I think we're looking for the good things.
0: I love that so much. And it sounds like you really, truly enjoy, um, enjoy what you do and not just that, but enjoy the people that you get to meet through having a venue and being a part of such special once in a lifetime events. (laughs) So fun. Totally.
1: Yeah. Um, It's cool working with our cool team, and I also love working with my wife. So (laughs) that's a huge Yeah, I was
0: going to say, that's a huge bonus. It's really, really unique and and wonderful when you can work together. Because it's like, you're there all the time. Is it ever hard to turn off, like, work mode? Do you you guys have to have, like, a time that you're like, oh, nope, now we're just hanging out mode? Or do you not mind, like, just the back and forth constantly, like, just as it comes?
1: Yeah, so we actually met through a high school business program. And so I feel like we nice. geek out over business and politics <laughs> and things like that. And, so it's just and like so, it's what
0: keeps the flame. You're like, oh yeah, work stuff, work stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. totally. I feel you on that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm kind it. of I'm like person. that with my business as well. <laughs> <laughs> like That's constantly good. just want to That's talk about it. Do. Like,
3: uh, yes, because
0: yeah. <laughs> it's just like a passion, right? It's like an extension of who you are, and Absolutely. it's kind of like creating right. something that. I don't know. It's just, I, it's, it totally is the American dream. You know what I mean? Being able to just scrape together what you can and have a good idea and to ask people to believe in you and to give you a chance. And then to just work like mad to make it happen. You know, like I just, I think that's, it's absolutely worth pursuing. Cause it, it's one of the best things I've ever done. Like it's, I don't ever want to imagine working for someone else ever again. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> this is so cool. Like And I I think in a totally different way, like, again, I'm speaking from an event planner perspective, but you kind of get to do the same thing, you know, as a venue and you get to just, again, meet people and make their dreams come true and just help be a part of that. And it's so rewarding. And I'm glad, I'm so glad to hear that it's, it's staying busy and you guys are booking up and that, you know what I mean? Like it's... (laughs) It's going to be okay. Fingers and toes crossed. Yes. So let's just keep yes. on going. Oh, thank you so much for joining me. It was such a pleasure to speak with you both. Tell everyone where they can find you and learn more about the Azalea venue. Yeah, Um. you can find us. So our website is The Azalea. So
2: T-H-E-A-Z-A-L-E-A dot net. Um, you can find us on Instagram at TheAzalea.Venue. Um, I believe we're on Facebook under The Azalea Event Venue as well. So yeah, Facebook, Instagram, our website. Um, Perfect. We're on the Knot and Wedding Wire as well. So I'm sure. Perfect. I'll make sure to link that
0: to- in the be- show notes as well. But thank you again for joining me, and best wishes and best luck to you. We should totally talk about doing something together here in a few months down the road. If, <laughs> if, if life continue can get together, well, you do together, I'm like, let's have a celebration, like post. Yes, no, that's a great idea. <laughs> thank you guys so much. It was Alrighty, fun. Thank you. Chelsea. Hey, good yeah. to see you,
3: Paige. We'll see you around.
0: See you at Love work. Ya.
1: Bye. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 127.